Alright, I'm calling it now. Alright, yeah, we're gonna go going live in three, two, one. Boom. We're live. What's good, Prince? Ah uh, shit. You know, I'm just booming over here, dog. I'm here with Matt Jennings. Yes, sir. On the Copley cast with Young Prince. Young Prince, what's good, man? What's going on? Man, nothing much. Just enjoying my day. Out here with my two boys over here, you know what I'm saying? The Copley gang. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, dude. Well, what'd you do today, man? How's your day? Well, woke up at four o'clock to go work in some boo boo ass weather. You feel me? That rain. I'm here for it, though. I'm here for the money all day, every day. AMG gang. You feel me? I know today was a cloudy day. Uh, I don't really like the rainy days out here that much. I want it to be snowing. Rainy days are the days that you cuddle up to someone and you fall asleep. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I know it's snowing Preach. up in the mountains today. I think Brighton got a good six inches up there, and Alta got another foot, I think. So, so ski season is starting off. You ever done any skiing or snowboarding, Prince? Fuck that, nigga. I am so scared of a goddamn tree. Like, what if it just pops out, and I'm just going down on a snowboard, and, and my dumbass is, like, way too either drunk or high to do something, and I fucking just whoop right into that tree, bro. There goes bro. my head. There goes my voice. There goes my toe. Mm-mm. Bro, That's that is the right horses either, bro. Fuck all that. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's exactly what happened to me, man. I was literally turning up with my boys out from Tahoe. Well, why don't yeah down. go through the go through the whole story of how you got the um, what yeah. happened to your head? You so, can talk about what happened too. So I ended up cracking my skull. Um, there's two layers before you reach your brain, and then there's a little space in the middle for like blunt force traumas, and. Um, I was turning up my boys from California. They came down to ski Bone Zone, which is a park set up preseason at Brighton just to, you know, like ski up and um, kind of just practice some tricks before the ski season hits. And I got so fucked up the day before, man. It was f- insane, like blacked out. Went to bed at 4 o'clock in the morning, woke up at 7, got like three hours of sleep. You know, I took an edible from um, from this girl I've been fucking, and uh, she... In that punan. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, yo, I took this to sober up a little bit. I thought it would make me ski better, because I usually ski high, especially when wait, I'm wait, doing wait. Did you shit. take the pussy to sober up, or you took someone else to sober up? I'm confused. Hey, I right. took the pussy in the morning, and then I took this edible to sober up. And then I got up there, like, winded as fuck, man. Like, super windy. Just got to hike up. There's no lifts running at the time. Are you uh, skinning up? You got, like, a full skin set up? Or? I do have a skin set up, but no, we were boot packing this day. Oh, wow. And uh, I got up, to the, got up to the top and um, just caught an edge and lost control fully and flew off the cliff, like, a good 10 feet, smacked my head on a rock and fucking had a boot pack it out in about a foot of snow to the ambulance yeah hold on well did you feel like superman and was superman wearing a helmet when this all went down i mean i usually rock a helmet you know i gotta be safe and um you know this time i wasn't but uh it was definitely definitely a stupid decision on my part so quickly i'm about to call osha on you bro (laughs) safety crew dog quickly for the people listening uh how many times out of 10 are you going to wear a helmet from now on? Oh, 100%, dude. 100% of the time. You're going skiing. You never know what's going to happen. I've been skiing for 18 years. 19 now, actually. And, uh, you know, like, 
just being intoxicated and you know not sober really fucks you up sometimes you never know what's going to happen with you so and this is why young prince does not ski and snowboard i'm a pretty boy nigga all right, Prince. So last week you uh, performed at Echo, and you absolutely killed it. You won the competition between, what was it, six rappers. Um, yeah, you killed your performance. You performed 4K, yeah, and yeah. you performed Buffer. Did you only perform two songs? You performed yeah, I only three? performed two. Yeah, my boy D was up there for the hype, man. I don't know if he doesn't come through tomorrow. I'm going to have to be on stage with you, but oh, I got yeah. it. Um, so... What are you you performing the same two tomorrow night or what's I'm up? Actually, I'm gonna switch it up. So I'm gonna do 4K on this other song, uh, "Don't Be a Hero," and that shit, that one slaps. Was that the the was that one of your first releases? Yeah, that's my first release. So tell us about that one. Well, I mean, so I'm sitting here freestyling for days on days on days, and then my boy Binsky slash my cousin he hits me up. He's all like, "Hey, bro, like I know you can rap. Come fucks with me on this song real quick." Well, I went and featured on a song, da, 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 did a whole freestyle verse, and that shit was lit. And I was like, hey, bro, let me uh, let me record a song, dog. He's like, all right, bet, I got a beat for you. So we just sat there for like two days. We wrote down the lyrics and that shit. I mean, it ain't on Apple and uh, Spotify and all that yet. I mean, I could drop it. I just don't know if I want to. But, I mean, it has a part where it's like, bitch, I got an army. I'll take your ass to Arby's. And that's, I mean, that shit just slaps, you feel me? I mean, sometimes I always wonder how I make my lyrics and all that, but then I realize everything I write and everything I spit is some shit I've been through. Like, I'm from L.A., you feel me? Like, I'm from I'm from the projects. Like, I grew up, my mom's a crackhead. Ever since the age of eight, I'd have to go pick up crack. I had to go do all that. And you know what I mean? At the age of 10, I was taken by DCFS because I stabbed this nigga in the back with a fork because he was beating my moms and shit. Got adopted to a family out here. And that went all south, and then like I've been through a fucked up childhood. You feel me? So what 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 part of California were you? From, did you grow up in? Uh, so I was in Pasadena in Sacramento. Okay, for sure, for sure. I got I got love for my sack, but I love Dina. I Dina boy all day. You feel me? I've been to both. I grew up in San Diego, but yeah, I know what's good with both for sure. That's cool. So then you came out to Utah, um, and you got. You ended up with a family out here, right? Yeah, so I my mom lost all custody. I ended up with Dodson to a family out here. It was cool, you feel me? It was, like, they was super fucking Mormon, though, bro. And I'm locked on cap at the age of 10. I was already smoking and drinking, bro. I was doing the fucking most. Like, I was yeah, smoking dude, cigarettes. Mormons I was drinking. fucked up, man. <laughs> you can't even drink no caffeine, man. That's I fucked. mean, they was like the, like the Jack Mormons, you feel me? They drank caffeine, but the beer and everything else were looked down upon. But... Well, the one thing that about the Mormons out here, especially in Salt Lake City, is that I I do I work with my dad on a lot of real estate out here, and I'm a finance major, and it's actually crazy how tight knit the the business community is within the Mormon group. So, like, uh, a lot of the Mormons like doing business with other Mormons, and it's uh, not that they want with other people, but it's very tight knit out here. I, I think had, it's because they have like the same morals and standards and they feel like, oh yeah, my what they're going to do, they're going to follow the same shit I do. And like the biggest thing I have with that is like, I have my own fencing business, but like the only people I really got business with, because I don't know, no one can see me on this podcast, but I'm tatted the fuck up. Like I got a whole neck tat, my hands are tatted, I got my chest tatted, I got a smiley face on my thigh. And like they looked at me and they was like, nah, we ain't going to do business with him, he looks shady. But like everyone else that wasn't Mormon, I get business with. You feel me? Yeah, I know you got a new tat on your right hand. 
Uh, it's pretty sick. You know, you got it the other day, I think. You told me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what'd you get? Uh, I got the all-seeing eye, like Illuminati, but I'm not Illuminati, I swear to God. But it's just like to keep away all the evil, you feel me? Yeah. Like, that's why yeah, people yeah. have it. It's like whoever is a hippie knows who the all-seeing eye is. So, but before I forget about it, you were talking about freestyle and stuff like that, and I've heard you freestyle, and I know that you got some talent with that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, like, if... I always tell people if I could have one talent, it'd be able to sing and and like you know be able to freestyle and spit. So like, what do you like? What do you do if I'm not if you're not giving up any trade secrets? What do you do when you're going through I don't a freestyle? Give a fuck. I'll teach anyone how to rap, bro. Yeah, I taught like, this little white girl. Her name is Sarah. You okay. know what I'm saying she's like my sister. Shout out to her. You feel me? One day I was drunk as fuck with her, and I was she's like teach me how to rap. I was like, look, I'm gonna put on a beat. You feel the beat. It goes one, two, three, four, obviously, right? And you move your hands with the beat. And you try to spit enough words or whatever words you have to within that four time frame. So you could be like one, two, three, four, sitting with the bitch and I put it on the floor. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? You move with your hands, you spit with your hands. And eventually you'll get to the point where you won't need your hands no more, which I don't. But I always do it anyway because it's fun. I'm going to take notes on this just so you know. (laughs) But yeah, no, for sure. Like I can sit down at any time of the day, take like two hours to write or written to a song pretty well and i you know i grew up playing drums guitar a bunch of instruments but yeah but off the top of the head it's it's tough (laughs) the point is like it's a barrier a lot of people have to break is the whole like spin just from the top you feel me because once you start spinning it like you'll start thinking and you don't want that you feel me freestyle is a freestyle everything off the top of your head when you start flowing and you're freestyling is everything off the top of your head when you first start thinking about something is when you fuck up you know what i mean Cause you'll try to say that and you'll try to bounce back from saying that one thought and then you're you done fucked up at that point and like we've talked about this before um i, I was talking about the kendrick verse off of humble where he was just talking about he's like um what's that what's the verse i forget it was like it was like uh, watch my soul speak you let the meds talk and that's oh yeah. like the initial reason why i we hung out a couple of times and I knew that like you, you weren't heavy on the drinking and you can't smoke cause you, you know, you're getting your work done in construction. Or, so I mean, my boss is racist as fuck and drug test. Well, yeah, time. exactly. That's I mean, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's for the better. You feel me? Cause when I smoke weed, bro, I'm sluggish as fuck. I mean, I could spit some mad bars. Oh yeah. But, like, for sure. I, I'm lazy as shit when I smoke, bro. But like, I'm too high. even when you're sober, you still spit bars. So that's why, you know, that's why me and Matt have been so about working with you. But that's what I found really impressive to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. you know, and the reason I don't drink that much is like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a journeyman carpenter, so I got to be building buildings, just depends where I'm working at, what I'm doing, building freeways, sitting on a high traffic freeway, hanging off shit from 180 feet up, off the side, off a building, whatever it has to be, like, I can't be hungover, because if I'm hungover, like this one time, I was hungover as fuck, and I'm hanging from a harness about 30 feet up, and I didn't hook off correct, and I fell, and I broke four ribs, you feel me, so that's, was I that the drinking. was that the where you fell down like five stories of rebar? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Right it was like a five minute so fall. So fuck that rebar team who yeah. doesn't know how to tie rebar for <laughs> shit number one. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. That uh, that's a very demanding job. So I got a question for you. So not even talking about because like you you didn't have you ever done any college at all or no? Uh, I dropped out. You dropped out. All right. So if you were to not even say finish college, but like. If you were to take time to learn about, you know, like a topic or an area of uh, academia that you could, what, 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 what interests uh, you? I'd be a civil engineer because sure. I like building stuff. I like, 
like working with my hands is my shit. And so like I want to be able to say, oh yeah, I was the engineer who designed that project. Like if I'm a like I already plan on going back, just not right now because I got a lot of shit I'm paying for and a lot of shit I'm like I'm paying my mom's rent and all that other shit. So it's like I got this going on, but my end goal is even if I pop with the music, I'm still gonna get my degrees. I'm still gonna do the other stuff. Yeah, I was just uh, I was just talking with a, another artist that we're hopping on the phone with tomorrow. Uh, he I talked to him about uh, what he wants to do with his music, and he's already done totally independent. Does not have a manager. Has never had a PR person. Did his own independent tour. Has been making all of his own music. And I like talked to him today. We were chopping it up and. He's like, I was like, what do you want to do with your music, man? And he's like, I, I want to get my master's. I want to keep my own flow, my own rhythm, my own music. Like, I've been doing everything by myself, but I'm, like, ready to work with someone on, like, not signing anything, you know, not signing any contracts, but working on getting content out. So we're, we're going to be on the phone with that guy tomorrow. But, yeah, oh, no, same same thing with you, and that's, yeah, like, really yeah. respectable. And you're a smart guy, too. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we won't get into Friday years. night, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Well, that was, that yeah, was what, what happened Friday? <laughs> Fred was my security and came in clutch as fuck and protecting me from all these dumb bitches. <laughs> yeah, is what it was. With my dumb having drunk ass taking too many shots of Hennessy and fucking shout out to Combi for knocking that nigga out. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, dude, that was crazy. Yo, that like, was insane. I would never expect Compy's lengthy ass to fucking knock a fat nigga out. Yeah, Compy is literally a fucking tarantula, like a fucking python. Like that dude's got some lengthy ass arms. Like he'll wrap you up real quick or like throw some punches from way out of the other person's reach. So funny story. I don't know if you know this one, Prince, and I don't even know if you know this one, Matt. But funny story. Um. I got home from a roller disco after having fun dealing with and finding one of my friends. Um, and then I got home, and for some reason, Compy and I just went head to head, and we were getting in, in a pretty aggressive. Oh, a hothead. Yeah, we no, nah, we were getting one. we were getting aggressive. I'm a lot more of a hothead than he is when oh, I do I pop off. Know. I experienced that's how I met you. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Compy and I actually ended up wrestling each other downstairs, and uh, I, I put a hole in the wall on accident, and we were wrestling each other so hard that right after, someone else who was trying to break up the fight got done screaming about it, and another one of my homies was holding me back. Me and Compy both threw up because we don't have cardio, <laughs> and we were wrestling so hard that we both just threw up. And then the next morning we were straight. Compy's one of my best friends, uh, so shout out Compy, I love you, bud. But yeah, dude, uh, Compy. At the end of the day, Compy brings a lot more to the table than it looks like or you think. But he's not a man to be messing with. Well, I can, I can, I can look at him and tell him like, look at him and just see he's a fucking beast. You feel me? Like, all that inner rage built up, you can see that in the motherfucker, you feel me? Like, there's some people, bro, like, I'm a boxer, bro. I boxed for eight years, did do two years of jiu-jitsu and four years of kickboxing. So, like, even when I was fat as fuck, I was still trying to get it down, you feel me? And, like, I can look at Compy and be like, I feel like this nigga, even though if I'm fucking three times bigger than him and all that, that nigga could put up a fight. Because I've seen him get mad at Demar Demaris, and I was just like, he was giving her that mad dog eye. I'm just like, this nigga fucking low-key psycho i swear to god yeah compy out of i'd say in our household the least likely to snap is uh is Jonas. Jonas is just a kind-hearted gentleman um 
And then I'd say Killy is right there with Yoni, but Killy's a, a big, strong brick house of a man. Uh, and then I'd say Nat's next up on that for sure. But Nat's, Nat's really strong. Nat's been hitting the gym with me for the past, like, six months. So Nat's actually pretty strong. And then Compy, And then I'd, I don't know. I, I don't snap often, but I I don't like snapping. But well, I've seen you snap. And <laughs> yeah, you can go into that story if you want was to. Was about but... to get his ass fucked up. So look, I'm a bouncer at the Club Echo. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Club Echo. I love all you niggas over there. Yes, uh, we love Echo as well. That shit is low key lit, bro. Like on game, oh, we're making it lit. We're, we're <laughs> working real, on real. it. We be bringing hella business with, over there. Shout out Ross the Boss too, and Doug, and Dub Dub. Yeah, I love a love Dub Dub. <laughs> but uh. I'm sitting there doing security at the door, and this nigga comes in out of nowhere with a shit ton of people. I'm like, he's like, he's like, I got more people coming, I got more people coming, so he come in and out, in and out. And at the very end of the night, this fucking whack ass rapper is sitting there trying to fight this nigga, cause like he got kicked out, him and his crew got kicked out over some messed up bullshit. I'm not gonna speak about, you know what I'm saying, cause it's not to be heard over the the the, the podcast, but like. I was sitting there, I was like, bro, I wasn't them. Those are my niggas, like, leaving the fuck alone. And my manager's low-key kind of, he's he's edgy because he's got a lot of shit going on. And they come out, the bartender, he comes out, and he's all like, hey, it wasn't them. So they let him back in, and next thing you know, this black dude's all trying to get hyphy with him, and he's outside shirtless, and I'm just like, yo, this white boy's going to fuck up this black nigga. The fucking Jenkins couldn't even hold his ass back. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm about to record this shit about the world star. I'm about to make some money and break this nigga off. But then fucking that black dude's wearing a bulletproof vest. Like, well, you want some smoke? You want some and smoke? And he was flexing it, too. Like, I was like, bro, you ain't even got no plates in there, dog. What, what is that going to hold, bro? What, what are you going to do? You was wearing that for show, dog? Because if I shot you right now, nigga, that's going to go straight through that vest and straight through your heart, nigga. Like, get the fuck out of here on that. But, you know what I'm saying? And afterwards, I got a snap. We started kicking it tough. Like, I fucks with, I fucks with Fred Tough, nigga. Oh, God. That was a fun night, and we've had many other fun nights at Echo since then. <laughs> or the Halloween party. <laughs> the Halloween party was, uh, I didn't know what you were going to think about that, bro, to be honest. I, I was so many white people there, but then the fucking JJ came through. I was like, thank you, Lord Jesus, another black nigga. Yeah, actually, I rolled up late, like, I think it was 1030 or so. Fred was tripping on acid, and, like, right when I rolled up on the, in the Uber... Like we were, we were passing by the street, and there were three cops lined right outside the door. And we we're like, "Oh shit, no, y'all had that shit packed to the here. brim." I, I couldn't even get out that bitch when Dude, I left. Dude, that that weekend resulted in me that Halloween night at the maze losing my David Yearman bracelet, which cost my mom and my sister who got it for me about a rack. So that has to be replaced. And then the next night, I lost my Supreme hoodie at Mike's house because he threw. A banger that resulted in him getting a three-day notice at his house. Holy shit, he really did? Oh, my God. Yep, so they had three days, not to be evicted, but they had three days to clean it up. Um, but Mike cleaned it up. Mike took care of it, and those boys are awesome for throwing such a banger and will continue to throw lit, bangers bro. there. It was super lit, yes. I was not expecting it. Like, on God, like, I was expecting some, like, weird... Was listening to some really weird EDM music and like vibe and chill, but then I was like, "Yo, this shit bopping like a motherfucker." Where the fuck did this nigga come out of nowhere wearing some girl fucking 
Daisy Duke shorts on, but you know who I'm talking about? That tall. Oh, yeah, head. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my I homie. Know I was at some high that's socks my homie. and boots. I For those of you who know who that is, he's the man, absolute man. But, yeah, no. He goes hard, and he does not give a his shit about anything. That's why we love that man. Fuck no. I like that night you got hyped with him. He's sitting on the door. He's like, I'm security with you now. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's, he's a cool guy, for sure. He was over earlier today. We love that man. Um, One of the other nights that... I haven't spoken much about to you, but that Jennings was there for me. It was the Troy Boy concert we went to um, for my birthday. Uh, I bought, I think I bought like 12 tickets and um, brought, I was like, all right, we're all going to Troy Boy. It's my 22nd birthday. Like I shouldn't be celebrating this hard, but because I feel like 21 is kind of where it, you leave off, I mean, you I know. Lucky, bro. Like, yeah, after twenty one, you got nothing to look forward to. Yeah, long and I was fucked up. All yeah, long. after twenty one, you like really have nothing to look forward to. So that's your excuse to throw like a really yeah, raging I mean, party. Twenty four is like, oh, yeah. So we ended <laughs> up at Troy Boy, and um, I was with Jennings. Jennings was there. The whole squad was there, and me and Jennings were. Pretty we're much, yeah, pretty much on the up. verge of blackout, uh, getting way rowdier than anyone else in the crowd wanted to get and it was super lit and then afterwards we came to echo oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we came to echo and then i left without him well i was upstairs oh yeah and he was talking with you he's all like hey, where's you, Fred at, man i'm just like i think they left bro <laughs> and i was like if you want to wait till he waited till we closed and i was just like hey you want to ride home he's like I, I got someone to pick me up or a lift i was like you sure bro like i could give you a ride dog he's like no, I got it. <laughs> Dude, the funny part is, is I actually walked my ass home a good 1.5 miles. Like, I told you, bro. The fuck you out. just waited. Like, it only takes us 10 minutes to close, dog. And I could have taken your ass Dude, home. Dude, at that point in time, I was way too out of it to even know the what the fuck I was saying. Well, funny, funny story about Jennings that most people don't know about. So, Wednesday night is, oh, shucks, college night. So, they have $3 schooners and uh, $3 sushi rolls. And the schooners are, if you don't know what a schooner is, it's like a, a chalice of beer that's, I don't know the exact measurements. I don't want to sound like an idiot for saying that's more than a pint, but it, I feel like it definitely is. It's a good amount of beer. So Jennings, two in a row, puts back a schooner. His first schooner, he puts it back in like 10 seconds. The second one, he puts back in like 20. And then he's already blasted, and he's like, ah, Screw it, I'm getting sake. Kills a bottle of sake. And then in Oshuck stands up. In Oshuck stands up after eating a sushi roll, takes the bottle of sake, throws it across the bar, and smashes against the wall next to the bartenders. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. So we got out of there after that pretty quick because, I mean, if you throw a glass bottle in a bar, you know what that's going to lead to. So then we go over to, I think, a bar called. Johnny's, I think that's what it's called. It's a pool, think, it's a kind of like a pool lounge bar. Yeah, yeah, I know where that is. And Jennings is on the sidewalk, and there's a couple other bars next to it. Every bouncer that Jennings walked past, he's trying to to tune this guy up. He's trying to get in a in a fight with him. Cat. So then Killy, uh, my roommate, goes up to try holding Jennings back, and you know Killy's like you know six one, hundred eighty five pounds, and you know he hits the gym five days a week. He's not necessarily the strongest man on the planet, but he's a lot stronger than I am. And he can't even hold Jennings back. So two of the guys 
take Jennings to like the floor on the street because Jennings is insistent in getting in a fight with this bouncer. <laughs> okay. And then well, we're like, <laughs> he said I was way too drunk to get in the bar, and like at that point in time, I didn't think I was drunk at, at all. At that so point in time, like, you'd face a bottle of sake. Right now. <laughs> at that point in time, you'd face a bottle of sake and like. Five schooners. Oh, I'm, I'm not fucked up. I just, <laughs> I just broke the soccer ball. <laughs> yeah, I just threw that across the bar. And I then, don't usually <laughs> fight people, but I'm going to try to fight a big-ass bouncer, you feel me? Yeah. And I ain't fucked up. I swear to God, oh, yeah. Jesus. Well, and then the problem with Jennings wanting to fight someone when he's drunk is that Jennings can, like, rep out, like, 11 reps of deadlifting, like, 385 pounds. Yeah. Jennings is a fucking very strong man, and when he's drunk, he doesn't know how strong he is. He's like one of those... Big dogs that comes up to you and tries sitting on your lap, oh, AKA but they're my puppy, bro. but they're my not a lap dog, you know. Fat bitch, always trying to sit on my lap. <laughs> Nigga weighs 125 pounds. This boy is four years old, and is, he's a blue nose pig. He's the cutest thing in the world, but he still thinks he's a lap dog. Or when I'm trying to sleep, he'll lay on my ass. It's like, nigga, you are too big, bro. Fucking chill. So yeah, so we eventually get Jennings away from the bar, and I'm in my car getting ready to drive the rest of the boys home. And Jennings comes up. I'm like, Jennings, get in the car. I'm driving you home. Like, your house is, like, a mile from here. He's like, nah, dude, fuck off. Like, I'm getting an Uber, bro. Go home now. And I'm just like, no, I'm not leaving you here drunk. And right when he starts to speak his next word, just boots right outside my car, throws up (laughs) on the side of the road. I fucking can't. Jennings, you wild, bro. You do too much. (laughs) Fuck you, You know me. You know me. Hey, you know what, though? I'm not going to cap, bro. I've had some crazy night. I woke up in Windover. I woke up in Vegas. Out from from being in Utah, I, I woke up in them places. Well, everyone says what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but everyone knows that's bullshit. So let's hear, let's hear a good Vegas story. All right, look. My ass is at a frat party at the U. And I was getting fucked up. I had a whole gallon of pinnacle, you feel me? Wait, you're telling a Vegas story that start, starts off in Utah. Hell yeah, dog. This, listen, bro. Just listen to That's this That's a six-hour drive. Exactly. Listen. Okay, I'll listen. All right, we're at a frat party. I drank this gallon of fucking pinnacle. And, like, I fucked this bitch in the, with this nigga's room. Shit on this nigga's bed. All this extra shit, right? I did a lot of shit. But at the same time, you feel me? Like, I was blacked out, and my cousins and all them wanted to get kept talking about going to Vegas that night. And so I was like, all right, whatever. So I black out, wake up the next day in a hotel room, and I thought it was Windover, you feel me? I thought, it, I was like, oh, yo, 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 this is lit. Like, hell yeah, we need Windover. There's a chick in my bed, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I was talking to her, I was like, yo, who the fuck are you? Like, what's your name? And like, where am I at? Da, 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 da. She's like, oh, you're in Vegas? I pick up my phone. I call my sister. I was like, bitch, where the fuck am I at? She's like, oh, we're in Vegas. I was like, oh, shit. And I fucking go in my pocket, and there's two racks there. I was like, I swear to God, last night I only had 50 bucks. And I was like, I really hope I didn't rob no one. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then fucking we link up. Like, they're in the hotel room next to me, and like, we link up. And I'm fucking hungover as shit. Like, my head hurt. It was bright. And I was like, what time is it? She's like, oh, it's like 4 o'clock. I was like... What time did we get here? She's like, we left that party at 12 after you did so much extra shit. Got here at 6. You started gambling like it was your fucking birthday. And you won a lot of money. Pulled this fucking fine-ass Latina that went to the room. And we haven't seen you since. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Actually, a funny story about the first time I gambled. So, I was in Tahoe. And there's a casino right down the road. It's called the Hyatt. Um, I usually go out there pretty drunk and everything. Where's Tahoe at? 
Tahoe's right in Northern California. There's a lot of skiing out there. And um, I go there for the first time. And on my seventh spin, I kid you not, I hit the jackpot. Got up 1.5K, I think it was. And at the time, I had a fake ID. So they scanned that in the machine and it actually scanned. It was from ID Gods. Shout out ID Gods. You the homies plugging it up. And um, I had to I had to put in a social security number to actually collect it, and my homie from school it was like four o'clock in the morning. Somehow he was there, um, definitely coked out, and um, he actually cashed it in for me. I was like, "Yo, I'll pay you two hundred bucks, you know, leave me with thirteen hundred," and I was like, "Yo, I'll pay you two hundred bucks, cash this in under your name," and so he did that. And after that, man, we had a fucking night, I'll tell you that. I don't want to get too much into details and disclose too much information, but it was a crazy night. And for my first time going to the casino, hitting that jackpot on the seventh spin, I was out of my mind. Okay. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a casino in San Diego, and uh, you can only have casinos um, in California. I'm pretty sure it's only on uh, Indian reservations. So, um, because their laws are completely different. Yeah. So the the casino that me and my friends would always go to, uh, as soon as I turned 18, all the way through transferring back to USD, and then obviously I'm back out here. But all the times we were out there, we go to Barana. So when uh, some of the boys and the boys who came, you guys know who you were, uh, that came out to San Diego, I was like, all right, let's have a casino night. You know, we're not 21 yet. It's an 18 and up uh, casino. So we go there, like pregame in the parking lot, obviously get in there. My go-to game's blackjack. So I spent uh, like two hours at the blackjack table, and I was up pretty good. But uh, one of my friends, and he's known as one of the most badass friends in our friend group, but one of our friends comes down to his last $50. He's like, ah, dude, fuck it. I've never played roulette before. Like, let's hit the roulette table. I was like, all right, yeah, for sure. Let's get it. Um, goes to the roulette table, giving the classic the classic dolo stare, figuring out which uh, number he wants to put it on. So he goes to the roulette table, and he puts it on, like, I don't know what the exact number, like red 26. And I was like, I was like, yo, dude, like, just, just bet on red. Like, don't even bet on, like, one number. Like, you know the chances of hitting that number? He's like, ah, true, for sure, bro. Moves it over to red. Shit you not, dude. Guy spins the ball, lands on the, the red 26 number he originally had his 50 bucks on. And he, like, looks at the dealer because, like, he doesn't know that much about the game. And the dealer's like, damn, you just missed out on $2,500 or something like that. And he just, like, looked at me. And for like a split second, I thought I was gonna get my ass beat in the casino yeah. by one of my good I friends. Been mad as fuck, bro. I'm like, you should just let yeah, him do that thing <laughs> yeah. Off no, but he's like bro. looking at me with this death stare that everyone knows like exactly what it looks like, and he's like looking at it with me. And he's like, Nah, gee, don't even sweat it, bro. Thanks for bringing this out here. Like, this was so much fun. And I was like, Really gonna be that chill about it? He's like, Ah, no sweat, dude. Let's just go get some food and hit the sack, you know. I was like, I was like, all right, Dolo, I owe you one for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still, I, at least he still made some money off that. I mean, facts. Yeah, he did. He uh, he doubled his money. He made another fifty bucks. But that comparison to twenty five hundred to a college kid. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was uh, 
that was uh, the boys at Barona. The boys in Vegas is just that was fun That's too. A story for That's a story for the next podcast. <laughs> so Prince, I know you uh, started off rapping uh, before you went to jail. What what kind of got you started into the game? Like, what what made you? Uh, I mean, what, been, what gave you this drive to start rapping? I mean, I've been game banging since I was like fifteen. You feel me? I'm not gonna cap on that. I'm gonna pass the indifferent right blood. You feel me? Sixty six, but like, I don't really do that no more. Cause I mean, one, you know, I'm in Utah. Ain't shit going on out here. And two, like, I'm too old for that shit now. You feel me? Like, my OG knows what time is. And I'll fuck that nigga up real quick. But like, back when I was fifteen, I met this nigga named Dre that was in my clique, and he started. He was freestyling all the time. He, I was looked at him one day. I was like, bro, teach me how to do it. Teach me how to do it. And this nigga's like, all right, bang. So I like, like I said earlier, the hands back and forth. He showed me that shit. Told me just spit off the top. No cap, bro. I sucked for like the first year. Like the first year, I sounded like complete boo boo trash. Then the second year, like I got into it. He put on this this beat. This is the first beat I hit with him. You got shout out to Future with a song commas. That's the song I hit, and I was like, it went hard, and I was like, oh shit, all right. Then I move, and then I go to get locked up, and I still be rapping, still be doing all that. Get out, and I meet this kid named Clint, little rich white boy, and work with uh, a company with UPS with, and shout out to Clint. Hope you feel better with your back. But, like, this nigga, like, we'd drive to Logan and back every day, and that's, like, an hour and a half. You feel me? And so, like, we'd go, we'd rap, we'd do all that, and then that's when I dropped my, my first, first song, which sounded like shit. But, like, that's how I got into it. It was just, like, meeting certain people, certain people hyping me up, and then I started freestyling tough in there. Like, I mean, if I was to prefer choosing the performance I way of I make music, I'd rather freestyle a song then make a song, you feel me? Then really? write it out. So kind of like Jaden Smith does. I know he yeah, freestyles yeah, yeah. and then he'll write down lines that he thinks are good. Um, I mean, I don't know if you do that, but... I mean, what we do, so I'll be in the strategy. studio, and my boy Binsky, he's my producer and my cousin, and he'll be all like, hey, I'm going to go on this beat, you rap this out, and then we'll try to match it up. So like, during the whole song, like it's all the freestyle, most of it, I mean, then we'll write some shit and add it in to make it sound better. Then, like, after we write it down and I practice it a little bit, then we'll fucking, then we'll record the whole song. But, like, my first, first song was a whole freestyle. Really? What yeah. song was that? Uh, it's called Reincarnated. I used to go by Young J. I don't ever show anyone that song because I paid so much money and it sounded like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know you got three sound songs out on Spotify. I got one right here. It's called Buffer by Young Prince. Let's uh let's break it down break down the lyrics for us so we know where you come from. Why don't why don't you uh pull it up and we'll go kind of verse by verse almost on uh with the audio. What? You want to Yeah, you got it. All right. I got it going. Perfect. those down alright so I mean obviously the first part tripping yeah I'm tripping got the handy in my cup if anybody knows me you feel me 
My alcohol of choice will be Hennessy any fucking day. Fuck y'all's vodka. Fuck y'all's tequila. Fuck y'all's gin. Fuck all that shit. I drink Hennessy. And that shit's expensive. That shit breaks my pockets. No cap. Like, if you guys go in my apartment, you'll see Henny bottles for days. You feel me? But, like, obviously, tripping. Yeah, I tripping. Got that Henny in my cup. Watching all these niggas suffer bullet in their gut. So, with that last part, bullet in their gut. Uh, back when I was in L.A., like, obviously learned some shit, did some shit. But, like, if a nigga wants to cast and smoke, I'm not afraid to shoot a nigga. You feel me? Tripping, yeah, I'm tripping. Got that Henny in my cup. Watching all these niggas suffer bullet in their gut. Because people get mad. They talk shit on me. They're like, oh, this nigga coming up. You ain't shit. Your music sounds like shit. Well, nigga, I fucked your bitch. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then if you really want to smoke, nigga, I'll put a bullet in your gut. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Like, I got, you know what I mean? I got ways of making shit happen. Yes, sir. Alright, so look, obviously, buffer, 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 buffer than Young Thug or Mugger. Anyone will be buffer than Young Thug. I low-key, I mean, I fuss with some of his music, but I low-key think that nigga's gay as fuck. Like, I mean, I can't, like, I mean, after Young Thug did all that bullshit he just did, I'm like, okay, nigga, I'm gonna make a diss track about you, you feel me? Just on the low-low, like, if anyone really listens to that, it's a low-low. Buffalo getting that thugger fucking up a motherfucker because that nigga gloated about how he beat someone up when he got his ass beat. You know what I mean? And then, like, I mean, it goes into slower than molasses. A lot of... So, I used to be 350 pounds. I used to be fatter than a bitch. I used to be the Pillsbury Doughboy. No one loved me. I was ugly as shit. Now, I weigh 210 with an 8% BMI. Like, I'm a big-ass nigga. Yeah, you're fucking Like, I squat. Right seven, my max squat with one rep is first. Squatting is 750. Like, damn, bro. I go hard in the paint, you feel me? Like, That's almost a fucking Prius right there. And and I can attest to how strong Prince is. Big boy. Big boy. I that's why, a, that's why white boy right Prince, club Prince is actually house. my security wherever I go and need him. And uh, wherever he needs me, I'm there too. But Amen. yeah, no, Prince is a strong man for sure. Like, they need a little shorty, they need a little boo-boo, you know what I'm saying? I'm strong and buff and tall as shit. But anyway... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Slower than molasses. Like, I mean, if you really listen to the lyrics, it's kind of like self-explanatory with that first verse, but we're going to go on. Let's, let's, let's pull up the second verse. You feel me? So that's the last verse, right? Okay. On everybody, I will fight you. I swear to God. If you like Takashi and you fucks with him and you say he's one of, he's a good ass rapper, I will fuck you up. That nigga is trash. That nigga is a snitch. Everyone from my hometown wants to fight that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Fuck your music, bro. I will fuck your mom and I will make that bitch suck on my neck. I will do all that shit, bro. 
fuck your shit. Even though your mom's ugly as fuck, dog, I will still do it and send it to you because you's a bitch ass nigga, bro. Takashi, I swear to God, if you ever hear this, bro, I will. You could catch these fades, bro. Cause on everything, bro. Like my people's in my hood, bro. He did some jank shit towards them, bro. That nigga ain't no blood, bro. Don't rap shit you ain't about, dog. You from a nice town. Your mom tried to take care of you. You grew up living good. Then you fuck with Treyway and you did dirt Treyway dirty as fuck. So I hope when you get out, bro, you catch some smoke, bro. On everything I love. And yeah, and, and you know it's actually super interesting because uh, I I forget whose podcast I saw this on, but uh. The, it was it was a girl who actually run the podcast and she had Takashi on there and they were talking about the song that he did with uh with Nikki that uh how he got kidnapped that or I don't know what song it was it was I a, know a what weird you're talking about because when they did the music videos when he got kidnapped yeah and he was just talking about they're like all right so like how long did it take you to write a song like this and like what went into it he was like man like that stuff's easy like you know like that's just in the studio like thirty minutes we had that shit like made and I was just like. 30 minutes a song's made and he's on the billboards like i i just like i feel like especially like the music i grew up listening to like i was born in 97 and yeah yeah so like the my cousins who were older than me who are now like 27 28 they were listening to like you know like lil wayne and like old ti dre i'm not gonna cap bro i grew up on eminem Oh, yeah, no, Eminem, yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother, who's 32, showed me, like, the the first song that, like, I heard by Biggie was, like, the Bone and Thugs, you know, like, Notorious Thugs, you know, like, that. Like that's the stuff that, like, I listen to today, and, like, it brings back nostalgia to when I was younger, and it's super interesting because I feel like a lot of kids that are, you know, maybe eighteen or younger. Listen, it's like little Zan, little pump. Well, like, yeah, but and, and not even that. Like they weren't, they weren't aware of like the transition hip hop went through. And I'd say, probably, I'd probably say it started maybe like. I'd say two thousand five. Yeah, probably around there. And like I past two thousand five, like into two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I was still listening to stuff from like the two thousands. Bro, if you look at my playlist, dog. It'd be most of it be throwbacks. You feel me? Well, yeah. Oh, did you ever listen to Fifty Cent? Oh, nigga, yeah. Many, like hate many, it or love it. Yeah. Many, so, many, many, many. Yeah, many, man. Yeah, straight to the bank. Like, and it, but it's 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 crazy. And I think it's actually super interesting for people our age. And I'd say like probably ninety five. They to don't like even know who the fuck he is. Ninety eight. We went from, and I think about it like this. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, we went through a transition of listening to what I considered like the OGs, like the Dre's, the Snoop's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Eminem was correlated with them, and Eminem, you know, like he he's a very blessed and a very talented rapper. Transition from the OGs and the stuff that like hip hop, like people will always respect those guys. Transition into people like today, like the little pumps, and like I've like seen the Migos in concert, and I've seen Future, and like I like I got some respect for them, but. It's uh, it's kind of always if the same thing in my right opinion, now, bro. Migos, every song they rap about the same. It's kind of the same thing. flow. It's the same flow, same thing, same spit. Ice Trey sounds just like their yeah, other songs. and and I I, I listen just like yeah. Ice Trey, just real rapping. They put a, a couple of different words in there. And like I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I listen to like Gunna, and I like I'll bump Gunna when I'm in the gym. I'll I'll bump oh, Gunna yeah, at yeah, a party. Yeah. But like it's kind of the same thing. Like the flow switches up, but it's not like a change in flow. It's not like okay, not, this guy. I can spit yeah, on any like on any track. The Migos have their say they have the certain type of beat. 
Like, you could give me any beat and I'll kill it as long as it's not slower than my balls. You feel me? If it's like slow R&B kind of shit, nigga, I ain't doing it. But like, yeah. and you give me any beat, I'll hit it. A trap beat, a fucking uh, sad instrumental, uh, fucking anything, you feel me? I can hit it. But the thing is, is like, our day and age, bro, they'll say Eminem's a fucking shitty ass rapper. Nigga, he had more fans than fucking DMX. And DMX has the, yet, no one has yet to beat how many people he had at his concert. That motherfucker had three million people at just one Yeah, concert, the, uh, you know the caption to that meme is when the whole world came to watch DMX. And I, I dude, I grew up listening on the bus to school. I'd listen to DMX, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Like, and party you know up, crazy, like Rough Riders Anthem. didn't even get anywhere close to how many fans DMX had. Yeah. I mean, that man no, fell off doing, like, crack and all that other shit. But, like, I still got mad respect for DMX. I fucking watch those movies all the time, no cap. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, and, uh, like... Dude, a lot of his songs, dude. I'd like, I'd grow up listening to them, loving his music. And, and you can't rap like that no more. You can no, and not also people would give me shit. No like people would be like, "Dude, what is this like ten year old white boy doing listening to DMX?" And I'd just be like, "Dude, like fuck you. Like this is good music. Like I this don't like. It doesn't matter what shit. color my no, skin is or how old it, I DMX am." DMX made a movement, bro. Like I love my gaze and all that. You know what I'm saying? But. He, like, back then, you could say whatever the fuck you wanted to music, and he definitely put it out there. He, like, he had that one song, X Gonna Give It To You, and then yeah, fucking... Yeah, dude, uh, that, and, and Where The Hood At, and too. Where The Hood yeah. At, and then, like, no, you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're talking about. about gay people. Oh, he no, he, yeah, blatantly. And, like, to, like, that's what you can tell is, like, classical shit, or, like, original shit, bro. Uh, people, they, like, back then, they'd rap with what they're going through, and now you got people that rap... About bitches, drugs, and getting pussy. Yeah. And I guarantee you they don't right. even get it. So, like this brings up a question because there are some artists that I would say in that have been relevant for like the last 10 years but are still relevant today. Like Drake. So, a lot of people hate on Drake and people talk about him having ghostwriters and stuff like that. But, like, at the end of the day, he's Drake's still making more money than all of us. And he's always putting out songs on the Billboard, and I really like his music. But if you were to like do a, I'd say like a top three of like rappers today, like not all time, but like the rappers and like mean, the I'm, new wave. Which ones do you I'm, fuck with? I mean, he's not alive no more, but little uh, little uh, little peep is on my number one right now. Boom, agreed. You know what I'm saying? Number two, heavily agreed. He, I, I ripped to that nigga, bro, because I fucking bump his shit all day, every day. And people in the hood make fun of me, like, oh, you bump the whole white boy shit? Nah, dude. Fuck yeah, awesome. bro. That shit touches me tough. You yeah, me? nah, dude. I'm and I'll say number yet. two, that'd be on my top playlist, is fucking, uh, what is his name? Uh, fucking uh, DJ Mustard, because he has a bunch of other people. It's like DJ Mustard slash RJ. I don't know. A lot of people don't know who RJ LM, uh, LMA is. Like, he's... Got so much talent, but he's underrated. But he's been around longer than YG. But he, the thing is, he doesn't want to hit mainstream. And then my number three, like y'all might hate me for this, like no cap, but I fucks with goddamn little way. I'm just kidding. Eminem. Eminem is not my number three. You know what I'm saying? Because like I fucks with his older shit more than his new shit. But his new album, fuck all you mumble rappers, bro. That's why you can't touch Eminem is because he'll still come out with such a heat that it's so hot to touch that you're going to want to say, ooh, daddy. Um, yeah, so how about you, Jennings? Who's in your top three right now? Say something stupid. I'm going to smack you from across this table. So, I mean, I definitely fuck with, you know, I've been, I've been listening to 
Lil Wayne a little bit, you know, after he dropped that. More, uh, more, more new era. Everyone, more, new a little era? bit new. Recent, school, I man. know, but I'd say in the recent wave. Who, who is it that in you fuck with? Recent wave, like the last eight years. Bryson Tiller. Eight years, <laughs> shit. I mean, I don't really know. Like, I usually just mob out to. Like old school Wu Tang Clan, especially when I'm. I mean, screaming. you're asking the wrong person, bro. Jenkins is an old school nigga. Like, I'm not gonna cap. That's this fool was playing bumping Meek Mill yesterday going to the gym. I know you like some new wave. Rappers. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's not, a common like, spot to yeah, like Meek bump like some a, different I'd music. Say he's old school because he rap. He rap. Yeah. When I when I time. think of new music or like new artists coming up, I think of like auto tune. That's some shit I do not like. Like whenever I hear an auto tune rapper. You know, they're, it's, it, I don't know, I, I mean, anybody can rap over some auto-tune, right? But, like, really breaking it down with no auto-tune and everything, like, that's when the lyrics come out. Uh, I forget, I think it was Travis Scott was performing, and uh, his auto-tune shut off during the Yo, song. he sounds whack as fuck without his auto-tune. You guys yeah, fuck with him, yeah, though. Yeah. Hold up, do you, guys, do you guys fuck with him, though? I fuck with him. Yeah, like his music, like not like lyrical talent aside, but like just I'll, Travis Scott as like you hear fuck that yeah, name. He fuck right, right. Right. Yeah, I, I fuck dude, I've been nigga. to Travis Scott he put concerts. A baby and a rich ass bitch. Yes, yeah, I fuck with Travis Scott. Yeah, he, he also produces all of his everything of his own stuff. Like I think beyond people base a lot of like rapping or hip hop off of like lyrical talent but when you start getting people when you start getting people that are, are are talking about not signing record like deals with record labels and are talking about being independent like Travis Scott like there are videos of him uh 10 years ago making his own music at a setup he had in his house making his own beats making his own lyrics making everything so i'd say even if he's on autotune like that's Extremely impressive to put all of that together yourself. I mean, um, I, yeah. I, I love Travis Scott, but I thought, I, well, yeah, stay, yeah, no, stay agreed. with the auto tune, bro. Please, yeah, Save everyone's ears. So, so <laughs> who I think in like maybe not the last eight years, but the rappers that weren't like the Dre, Snoop, early Eminem, like Biggie, like those days, like I really, really, really heavily fuck with Kendrick. Kendrick is not only like about the like the letting the soul speak like I talked about earlier. He's got ridiculous bars. He's extremely talented, and every song that he puts out, whether it's a banger or not on the billboards, you can follow along like you're reading a book, like a story. It's a uh, it's he's got a talent. So I love Kendrick. Um, Peep, I'm with you on the Peep. Peep. Uh, Peep has got a lot of pretty little white thing. Yeah, I can just like relate to like his story, like like his like Beamer Boy or like Save That Shit. Yeah, he's. And then you guys may hate on me for this. Everyone might hate on me for this, but especially. Say something stupid, get smacked. Hey, any publicity is good publicity, but uh, especially recently because I like. Went through some stuff emotionally, like a couple, like six months ago. Um, God damn it, say it already. This person hasn't been putting out music lately. Hopefully, he puts out another banger of an album. But dude, I love Juice World. Oh fucking Juice World, bro! He I love Juice World. I think every single one of his songs, from like uh, Death Race for Love, is amazing. I think the Goodbye and Good Riddance album is amazing. And like, I was going through a breakup during that, so it just like really helped me to like 
realize that like you really deserve to be treated better by someone who doesn't care and but it also kind of went off too and then i saw him live at coachella and i was like all right juice world's amazing did you go to coachella yeah dude every year i got 15 wristbands right now I want to go next time. Y'all, you got a spot there, I ain't man. never been to Coachella. You got a Bro, spot. I've never either. What dude. the fuck? And I got a house out there that we all stay at, too. <laughs> look at the look on Prince's face. We'll get the camera in for the next podcast, but if you guys can see Prince's face, it's like uh, it's like a six-year-old kid that tried candy for the it's first like time. It's like I'm going to go smoke <laughs> some crack because I'm really excited about fucking go to Coachella. You feel me? I'm trying to Coachella. Trust me, you do not know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm about to find out. Yeah. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Fuck, I want to go to Coachella. <coughs> Is it true what happened last time? Like, what, what like the mosquito you... fucking got like hella people herpes and shit? That's not a mosquito, bro. That's the campsite where everyone sets up tents and after you're raging at Coachella. Actually, Coachella actually goes... 24 hours so uh my coachella experience i went to four different stages and saw juice world fisher playboy cardi yg sheck west ariana grande um doesn't like sheck west dj snake he's got a couple but yeah well yeah but regardless dude when you're at coachella any one of those artists that have something on the billboard when you're there it's lit but uh and dude I was I I saw those artists, dude. I only got to four out of like the eight stages, and but the whole thing with the 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 herpes breakout, I guess, was uh. So there's camping spots. Like I have a camping spot for next year on top of my tickets because I want to set up tents and no random sex. Yeah, I want to set up tents and have like a place to like <laughs> get out of the sun. You touch me. Yeah, get out of the sun, get some beers, some water, and like have some food in between sets because you're going hard and it's really hot, dude. You're in the desert. So, uh, but the campsites are huge. After the concerts are over, they have a silent disco running till like 5 a.m. So you can keep it going. And there's like hundreds and hundreds, even more than hundreds, probably thousands of campsites where people are just pitching tents and like, just like a Woodstock or anything like that. Like, oh, dude, people are just like going at it because they're on Molly, all these types of drugs. And so they had a big ass sex orgy located. Yeah, like fifteen thousand people got Kirby. Oh Kirby's. shit! God, yeah, fifteen. Damn, I think bro. I think that was the number. I don't yeah. know if you want to look it up quickly and that, see. I think it was oh, like no, in the, the high that's, that's above ten thousand. But uh, also, one of the the showers where you go and shower at the campsite. I think they had a gas leak and the whole shower exploded and went up in the air in flames, but no one was in there. It would have killed someone if they were. But yeah, that happened too. Dude, yeah. Coachella, yeah. man, it's a shot in the dark. It's it's super fun. So TMZ reported a whopping one thousand one hundred okay. cases of herpes. So where I heard my numbers year. were very inaccurate. That is. That's still, lot, that. yeah, that's, that's still a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's still a lot, bro. That was probably one person. And then well, those are reported cases. <laughs> I know people that like definitely did not go get tested after 100%. that. Hundred percent. So I mean, just there's like over. I don't even know how many. There's so many people at Coachella. It's like not as big as tomorrow. Like, man, like, bro, and that too, shit spreads like wildfire, man. Like you have no idea how fast herpes is gonna spread around this place. It's gonna be like fucking Ebola or some shit, like. That shit, Ebola spread around in Africa, you know, that got to the U.S. And everybody was freaking the fuck out because, you know, like, there's a chance of dying. You know, everybody's going to freak out. And, uh, I mean, they 
they just recently found the vaccine. I mean, not recently, but people coming from the living in the U.S. had to go out to Africa and shit and go plug up. You know, Man, they're dressed up in people's bro. They're dressed up in fucking bomb suits going to treat those motherfuckers. <laughs> this nigga, bro, I can't with you sometimes. I swear, like when you go off and I'm just looking at you, you look so fucking focused, and I'm just like, bro. The funniest story about uh, about Jennings is uh, so I'm on the phone with him earlier today, and he I'm on his sp- girls from college. That too. Uh, I was on the phone with him earlier today on speakerphone, talking about when we were um when we were gonna be hitting the gym and when we were gonna be meeting up to do work, and he's on speakerphone, and he's talking about like, all right, yeah, let's link up at this time. We'll do work. And he's on speaker, and then my, my friend Compy's sitting in the background, just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I was like, all right, nice. And then just Jennings starts yelling, let's get work. It's work time. Money to be made. Just goes screaming yeah, for like yeah, 30 bro, seconds straight. enthusiasm towards everything, you know? And then my, Especially when it comes to making money. You can't yeah. be slacking. And, and then Compy just head. like bro, turns his head. You feel like you smoke crack like me, but it's okay. <laughs> we all smoke no, crack No, enthusiasm sometimes. towards mm-hmm. is good. But then Compy <laughs> turns his head, and it's just like, Looking at me like, what is this kid on the phone smoking? I want to smoke. <laughs> smoke a pipe, you know what I'm saying? You heard? Hey, look, I want to do a freestyle at the end of this, you feel me? Yeah, yeah man, I think that'd be dope. Right I'd actually, you know what? I'd probably say it's a, it's a really good time to get into that. All right. We're about on an hour. We'll save the rest for part two. Bet, bet, bet. All right, throw up a beat. Beat real quick. Um, you know what I'm saying? Some fire, fire. I'm gonna, like, do I, I'm gonna do an SOB. I'm gonna do an SOB type. Prince be rapping on like some beat he just pulls up. This dude goes hard. He is a lyrical yeah, man, genius. Swatted, swatted dog by the fucking sound. Swatted by the audio interface. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, Target? I don't want to see your you got ads. Shout out to Target, I guess. Shit. Shop safe at Target. Hey. Uh, young Prince, baby. Making money, baby. Everybody talking like they want to be so maybe. Niggas always talking like they want the fucking smoke. Talking like they want to smoke the goddamn drove. Why you niggas talking like you really be lacking? I'm a game banging nigga. I ain't got no fucking time. Everybody calling me Prince. Niggas talking like they with the shits. I'm that nigga from the fucking Pasadena Denver Lane shit. And I'm fucking your bitch. You talking like you just got a sucking nigga dick. Why you niggas trying to act like you fucking hard? Packing nigga out like I am Mayweather. Niggas talking like they changed the weather. Now I'm doing coke off a bitch's ass. Niggas always talking like I hit the fag. Got no fucking time for the damn rag. Everybody uh. saying that I'm making all these beats and I'm fucking all these bitches and I'll come on the titties. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Yeah. There you go. There's my first right. Also, quickly before we wrap this up. I will be including the links to Prince's music on Spotify. Go give him a listen. He's got some talent, and he's performing tomorrow, so we wish you the best of luck. We'll hold be on, there. Do we have enough time? I want to try this beat real quick. You want to go in on one more? Yeah, yeah, we got time. Let's hear it. Is that good? All right. Yeah. Young Prince, nigga. Uh, 
That's all mamas, everybody drama Talking about they ride with a nine uh, Niggas know I pull up so fucking fast Skirt, skirt on a bitch's fucking ass That's all mamas, everybody drama Talking like I pack that nine And I do a drive-by Everybody talking like I stack of cash Everybody know it's A&G gang that, That's all mamas, nigga talking drama Everybody catch a smoke like it's a problem Now I'm rubber bakes and I stacking up this cash Put it in a fucking skate and I got a skirt fast Niggas looking like they got a skate on a bitch, talking like I never had to get so rich. Call me young prince and I come with a drip. Talking like I got 50k on my wrist. Everybody know that I'm trying to catch a smoke, but I'm talking like I gotta get the addy just trying to beat a nigga out. Talking like I pack a out. Why you niggas talking like you really be fucking slacking now? I'm a damn lame motherfucking ass nigga. Why you niggas talking like you gotta pull the trigger? I just be strapped up like my little niggas. I'm a motherfucking gang that's AMG niggas. Oh. We don't even need to go in. That Dog speaks for itself. Ritz right there, man. Holy shit. And I'm going to save that so you can record that as a song. Uh, <laughs> that <was> fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Prince, kill it tomorrow. Thanks for being on the man, show. I'm going to kill it and then I got to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> back to work every day. We will definitely be there popping out for you, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Shout out to Fred. Shout out to Jenkins. Nigga, you need to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no such thing. Exactly. Especially when I'm drunk. There is no such thing as calm down. I can't. All right. Good shit. All right. Prince out. Hey, thanks for coming in tonight, Prince. It was a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to the Copley cast. Next episode will be out in a week. Have a good night. That went a lot better than last.